Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we're joined by country musician, Kadu. Ooh, yes, is we dive behind Kadu's brand new single, Rattlesnake Bite. And some of you may know Kadu from his time as a member of rock group State of Shock. He has also spent many years being a touring guitarist for many live stage shows. And now it was in finally 2019 that Kadu gave us his first taste of this solo adventure. And now it has finally come time for that next wave of the Kadu sound to come to you the listener, the fan. So we're going to dive behind the growth from that first EP after finally deciding to step in front of the microphone and how from there he has gone on to craft not just this new single, but also an upcoming EP with a one Jeff Johnson and this new track, A Rattlesnake Bite, sees Gadoo team up with the legendary... Chad Kroger in the studio as well. So we're going to dive into this track, what it was like to work with such certified hit makers. We're also going to dive behind the incredibly vibrant and fun music video for Rattlesnake Bite as well. All of this and so much more. And it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent and support the show. Now that you know who the episode's brought to you by and now that you know who our guest is, I think it's about time that Kadu told you a little bit more about Rattlesnake Bite. So let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. That's what all that matters. We're able to fix it, get on track so that we can talk about your new track and a little bit of other things as well. Heck yeah. All right. You ready to jump on in? Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to lay a little bit of a foundation for the listeners as well, because as some people may know, you've been uh, on the touring scene doing the thing for a few years yourself as a member of State of Shock, playing as a touring guitarist for other groups. And you released your debut self-titled EP there in 2019, which garnered you quite a bit of success here inside of this country music genre. So moving forward from that moment, when did you start to uh, craft music again and actually get back inside the studio? Because like we said, you have quite a few different things on the go. So when did that opportunity actually come around to begin crafting this next wave of the Kudu sound? Um, well, after State of Shock, I kind of, um, I spun my wheels for a couple of years, just kind of uh, not doing too much music, and which was obviously a passion of mine. And then I ended up running into Jeff Johnson, who produced the EP. And uh, I just hadn't written any songs for a while. So I just thought, hey, dude, we should get together and write some songs. And so we, we sat down and started writing some tunes. And we the first tune we wrote was Something to Roll On. And he's, he got me to sing the demo. And, and then he's like, you ever thought, you know, about jumping in the middle and doing this, you know, doing this thing yourself. And 
I kind of took a couple steps back and realized that it was kind of what I had planned, what I did move from the prairies to the West coast to do. So I thought, why not jump in both with both feet? So we just started writing more songs. And next thing you know, we had a six song EP and uh, we were ready to go. And 604 was interested. And here we are now, man. Mm-hmm. All right. So in I know that Jeff also happened to uh, help out with this next work. And over this past year, of course, it's been um, things have been shut down. Getting together has been a little bit tighter. So were you guys actually able to get into the studio together once again? Or how did that all process work again once it finally came around to getting this next wave here? Um, Yeah, Jeff and I have worked uh, consistently since we started uh, a couple of years ago. I'd go up to him. I'd, I'd go up to him up in Vernon, BC, and lay down some vocals. It was just him and I in his studio um, with Rattlesnake Bite. Actually, Chad and I started that song, and um, it just it evolved from a riff that I was playing. And Chad was like, "Oh, well, what? Uh, what's that?" And I said, "Oh, just a little riff I wrote." And he's like, "You didn't write that." <laughs> and I'm like, "Thanks, brother. I appreciate that." And he's uh, he's like. Well, we should write that one. And so we went into the studio at his place um, here in, in Vancouver, Abbotsford. And we just started laying down some ideas. And the next day he came back and we got back together and he said, well, what do you think about Rattlesnake Bite? And I'm like, well, that sounds like a ridiculous title. <laughs> and lo and behold, here we are with the next single called Rattlesnake Bite. Um, we brought Jeff in because I work really well with Jeff. Um, he's he's good at getting me to produce great vocal takes and um uh, up to this point anyways (laughs) and so he kind of came in and and had a great bridge idea and so we uh, the three of us just kind of got together whether it was firing ideas back and forth via technology or jeff would come down and we would get into chad's studio here at mountain view and uh and just keep laying it down and then here we are shoot we've been working on that tune for it's been in the works for a while now so chad not only having a little bit of a hand with the songwriting but also helping with that co-production as well kind of getting his hands in with the uh 604 getting down and dirty with things here 100 percent. the dude's super talented you know he's got unbelievable ears you, you you can't deny um his creative talent at this point um a certified record as much as some people would like to argue it it's a string of hit after strings of hits after strings of hits and he's so consistent with it that like i said it's hard to argue with uh the track record 100 <laughs> percent. It, it's it's so true it's like uh you know artists artists hope for a one number one let alone a record that has seven <laughs> very you know? true very true. So you mentioned that you had uh, been sitting on this one, crafting this one in the studio for quite a while. So it just released here at the tail end of July. So what is it like to uh, finally have the track out back into the world after sort of sitting on things, the world closing back down, things are opening back up. So uh, a very good party track to get out into the world. What's it like finally having out? What does, what's the reception been like? Uh, the reception's been awesome within the last few days. With about well, it's just under a week here, um, it's nerve wracking as all hell. You know, you you pour your heart and soul into something, and you 
you know, I'm really, really happy with it. I think it's a great song. Um, but you never know, you know, like you just, you don't know how it's going to be received or if people are going to enjoy it or, um, but it is a, it's definitely a, a get off your ass and dance kind of anthem. So, um, you know, and that's what everybody's been saying. It's like, what a great summer tune. Um, especially after what we've been going through in the last year or so with not being able to do much. So it's nice to, you know, we're, we're all, we're, we're all still pretty primitive. We still like to dance and jump around, you know, like idiots. So I think that it's a, it's an appropriate song and great time. Mm-hmm, exactly. Once the rhythm hits you, it's a, you go back to the roots and it's like, okay, yeah, now we got to move. We got to move right now. <laughs> yep. hundred percent. And that's the whole point of music. Awesome. And, uh, the music video itself definitely sort of encapsulates that, uh, jump up and groove with the tune movement as well. So take us a little bit behind the shoot. When did you guys actually get to put together the music video as well? It's very bright, vibrant, very, uh, like fun, I guess I would say. It, uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to do. We, we shot that in March, um, about mid March and, we just kind of wanted to, like you say, encapsulate the song and what we were trying to do and, and emulate that with the music video of, of having like the band playing. Um, we had those, those big light boxes created that the girls are dancing on. And, um, and then why not put five grown men on tricycles, you know, cause what's more ridiculous than that. So, uh, especially when the good majority of, of, of us are over six foot tall. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and we, you know, um, Stefano directed it, Stefano Barbaris. And, uh, and he always does a really good job of, of, uh, grabbing the vision. And, uh, Chad was behind the scenes on that one too. He's, he's got such a great eye and ear. He's good at putting himself in the listener's shoes as well as the, the creator's shoes. So, um, that comes in very, very handy, mm-hmm. but we had a blast. We had a blast. Glad to hear. And it's uh, also a very good perspective, as you say, to put yourselves inside the listener's shoes, because sometimes people don't necessarily do that. And some artists maybe get frustrated because, well, why isn't this connecting with people? But it's like, but did you consider the people that you're trying to connect with? Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're just, I feel like you're. I want to create something that's true and authentic to myself, but of course I want it to resonate with the listener. That's the whole point. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm very glad to hear that it is uh, definitely doing exactly that. It's resonating. It's getting people up and grooving, especially, you know, in that time where things are coming back together, the Calgary stampede finally happened festivals and otherwise are going to be happening again very soon so the potential of you being able to play this song live also uh on the precipice as well so are you excited to get back onto the stage take a little bit of this uh new tunes to the fans oh dude i i I can't wait it's been too long since we played we just had a rehearsal um two nights ago and uh yeah it just feels good just to just to play music again you know and uh i did a couple virtual things um, last year, which just isn't the same. It's, you know, uh, you can envision the people watching, but you can't see them right in front and, and really enjoying, uh, the music. And, um, I got a show coming up here in Chilliwack, BC on Saturday. 
and uh, we're going to be breaking out some new some new tunes, and uh, I'm really excited. So um, hopefully we can uh, rip the lid off of it, so to speak. Nice. Is that the <laughs> first one back? Is that Chilliwack show? It is. It is. Yeah, and it just kind of came up out of nowhere. Um, a good buddy of mine, Todd Richard, who's kind of headlining that gig. He 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 had another band that was supposed to open and. Uh, for some reason they couldn't make it so he just reached out to me uh, out of the blue and great timing i just dropped a single so why not shake the rust off and get out there and play you know Mm, exactly and like you said it's um when it comes to that uh live setting it's you a lot of people did move to that uh live streaming but it's when you play live it's that feedback of you feeding off of the crowd the crowd feeds off of you and nothing really replaces that moment cuz like yeah they can type in their responses and otherwise but nothing like that immediate response is just it's irreplaceable that's the that's the whole energy transfer of music that's what's great about um you know the, and and i think that's why it's something that i hope never goes away and it shouldn't you know i I, what i related to is i saw paul mccartney at bc place oh years ago now and he just stops and sixty thousand people are just doing and like even just talking about it gives me a sweet serotonin release in my neck like that is what music is a hundred percent about is bringing people together forgetting about uh you know the immediate issues in your life and just just energy transfer man it's wicked absolutely it is it's it's a feeling like none other and i'm sure the fans cannot wait to get back inside of those crowds as well and also can't wait to uh see what else is in the future so word is you've been working on a full ep here with jeff is is that the word what is the future the rest of 2021 hold here for could it seems to be the word. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got, uh, we just keep filling the vault with more songs. So we have, we've got more than enough for an EP. It's just figuring out, you know, we got a couple of great tunes to tidy up um, and pick the ones we want to, uh, to go along with the Rousing Bites. So uh, I'm really excited about the songs. They just keep getting better and better. And, uh, Chad and I have written a couple more and Jeff and I have written a couple more and um, I was down in Nashville before the whole COVID thing hit and I did a write with uh, with Chad Carlson who worked on the Fearless record with T, uh, T. Swift and Danny Merrick who wrote songs like Truck Yeah and She's Country dude's got her, these guys have resumes like you wouldn't believe and we got a pretty cool one out of that writing session that I'm pretty jacked about too so lots of cool stuff man all right so people should be extremely excited because you've been getting in the room with uh some not just one hit maker but multiple hit makers so this ep could be uh smoking well let's hope we'd like to start it on fire <laughs> and not and not just burn it and throw it away but you know <laughs> exactly start a riot if you can right have some fun with it well I'm not promoting that. <laughs> not promoting it, but I mean... <laughs> hey, if it happens... <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> exactly. All right. I've been having a blast so far. I got one question left, Kadu. Are you ready for it? You bet. 
All right, so we've talked about that jumping in front of the microphone, being the middleman here after years of being the guitarist, of supporting other artists and otherwise. We've talked about your growth growing into this second EP here. So what I would like to know now is how has this process, this last couple of years, how has it helped you grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Um, you know what? It's, it was really un, un, unnerving at first. Um, it really helped me build confidence, but it, it really put me to work um, to become a better uh, vocalist. And, you know, I was nervous about it. And, and if I can, if you can learn, if you can, if I could say anything to anybody, you know, if you're nervous about it, then you're probably going the right direction. Um, you know, um, I, I've had to, in the last couple of years, really dive deep into the person that I am and really be focused on what I want to do with this project and, 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 uh, the music I want to make and, um, and just being, um, the best I can be at the craft, I guess. So, um, it just taught me to be resilient and believe in yourself. Um, everybody's got insecurities, you know, um, just remember that no matter who you are and what you are, you are special in, in every, uh, in every way. So embrace who you are and just go for it, man. I love that answer. I love that lesson. And thank you so much for sharing it with us because it's incredibly important is each of us can be our own toughest critic, but sometimes you just have to let it out into the world. You have to let your voice out and you never know where it can go, who you can inspire, where it can, like what happens with it, right? 100%. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us here today on the DTV, Kudu. Thank you for having me, dude. I appreciate it. Oh, Ambush, I want to say thank you for tuning on into this episode, this interview with Kadu. And you can find that brand new banger of a track, Rattlesnake Abide, on your favorite music streaming service. You can also find the music video over on YouTube. And you can go and follow Kadu on social media so you can stay up to date with when that upcoming sophomore release is coming your way because you do not want to miss out on it and i have to go ahead and thank the team over at struck communication with helping with setting this conversation up i need to thank german from your editor.com for making everything sound so good i need to thank 604 records for signing dope artists and then letting me interview them and then I also need to thank you, The Ambush, for joining us, for tuning on in to this episode of the show like you like to do if you've yet to join up with The Am. What are you doing? Because it's so easy. It's as easy as subscribing to the show. Yes, that is it. You have officially joined The Ambush if you went and hit that subscribe button right now. You did go and hit the subscribe button right now, right? Awesome. All right, then you're a part of the ambush. And if you're a part of the ambush and have been for a while, you can still help this show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and you can also head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com. Cop yourself something to support and represent the show. And with that, it's about time that we say bye-bye, but not before I tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out in to the 
world. And with that, it's the time to say bye-bye and push. The Desert Tiger Podcast. <laughs>